Hello, everybody, and welcome to Guardian Down, where it's the podcast where a group of three friends talk about anything and everything. We get together, goof around, and this is a podcast just start for fun. Um, so glad you can all be with us and listening. Um, I am Caleb Colombo. I am the youth pastor of Christian Apostolic Church, Pastor um, Pastor Doug Joseph, and I am joined here with two of my best friends, Kyron Joseph, awesome, and Gavin Joseph. Are your best friends? Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. And they're absolutely wonderful people. And I'm going to let you guys introduce yourselves. Starting off with Kyron. Hey guys, Kyron here. Um, like you said, just three three guys grew up together. Just wanted to try to. Uh, Start out on something new. Never done anything like this before. So I guess stick with us, Growing Pains. Hopefully we can try to entertain you and uh, maybe inspire you. Never know. Hi. This is Gavin. Hi. <laughs> you going to say anything, Gavin? No. The viewers want to know who you are, Gavin. <laughs> Hi. Gavin is a very interesting character. A very interesting yeah, creature. kind of cringe. A very interesting uh-huh. creature. He is a very, he's actually doing a lot of the sound of our church and everything. And he does an awesome job. Yeah, I mean, that is true that this the whole thing wouldn't I happen get, without him. I got a free him. pass to not say anything because I'm the one who like did he, the he more, does the setup. L- less talk, more produce. Exactly. Yeah. I guess. But yeah, Gavin is absolutely awesome. So glad he could be part of this podcast. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Me and Gavin are brothers. Um, yes. Yeah. We grew, we grew up grew up together here with Caleb. I went to school together and everything. So. Um, Connor, would you like to tell the audience why we decided to name this? Yeah. Um. Gavin? Yeah. Th- this first episode, I guess we just wanted to. Um, Talk about how how we came up with the name. Um, it's a silly game we we all play together. Uh, uh, the Destiny Two. Um, I don't know if <laughs> you've ever heard of it. It's a, a a looter shooter. You know, it's best played with friends. But um, in in this game, I mean, like I said, it's your game is made to be played with friends, groups of three, groups of six. Um, and when when you're you know fighting your enemies or fighting PvP whatever, if one of your if one of the members in your fire team dies, um, there's an alert sent out to everyone else that's that's still alive. Um, Guardian down is Guardian is, down. is uh, very, very very. I mean yes, but it, but it's clear. It's like yeah. but sometimes it's Guardian down. Like Do yeah. they have multiple recordings for it. Yeah. Yes. Well. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, they changed the voice actor mm-hmm. along the way, so there's there's really two that that play on play randomly, but. Um, it's an alert. Let you know, go 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 help out your buddy. Go go help him yeah. out because you're now you're on your own. Or now there's only two of you when, when there were three of you. You know, uh, it's an alert to go help out your friends that that need help. Um, and if if we can, if I can take anything that's worth of value in real life from a video game, I want to try to take that from it. Um, you know th- this this world, this life that we're in. It's battle. It, it's it's a battle for your mind, battle yep. for your soul. Um, and if I've learned one thing from being a new dad now, and you know, be, just um, trying to do things on my own, I've learned that I can't. I've, I've, it's very very evident that this life is we're not made to do this life alone. Um, this culture has made a very very lonely, or I should say, this world has developed a very lonely culture. Yeah. Um, with social media, uh, you have. I mean, none of your friends or none of those are real friends on on Facebook. No. No, you have, you have fake friends. Whenever you are in a pickle, you don't go up to your neighbor and knock on your knock on his door and ask for help. 
just order on ordering on Amazon and it'll be, you know, it'll just be there next day. Yep. Um, you know, it, it, it it's tough. Uh, even with like the whole work from home thing. And, it's, um, and even to comparing to other people through social media, like yeah. you see people like, oh, I, I bought a car, I bought yeah. a house. I, there's, 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 I've seen some research go out that about this whole work from home thing. A lot of people's social networks and work network and work networks are through the office, through the workplace. Yeah. And if you're, especially if you live alone, but I mean, if you're home alone all day long, working at home doesn't work long term. No, it doesn't. Um, some people like it. I mean, I, I, I can see some people, you know, in, in enjoying working from home, but for that to become the main thing. Yeah. Uh, it's, it, it's definitely not good for your, for your mental health long term. No. Um, and I want to compare two generations, you know, and I especially want this to be aimed at guys, young men. Yeah. Um, we have this older generation that um, some people have the opinion to, you know, just man up, just, just do it on your own. You can handle it, man up. Yeah. You can do this. And now we have um, some bad information from the newer culture say, well, masculinity is toxic and it's okay to be weak. You know, these are two extremes. And neither of them are true. Yeah. Um, there's definitely righteous stoicism in being a man, manning up, taking personal responsibility, um, responsibility for yourself and for others. I believe you really become a man when you realize that you're responsible for taking care of more people than just yourself. Yep. So, so it, it, it is taking that personal responsibility, but that is not to say that you have to do everything alone. Um, our need for companionship, our need for help is very evident, spiritually, physically, and mentally. Your spirit, body, and your mind. I just want to read a few scriptures here. Um, if you're not a Christian, you know, listening to this, that's totally fine. Because um, I'll talk about many, many different things. I, I want to gleam a little bit from the Bible, a little bit from some mental health research, and some just from, you know, um, I guess you could just say psychologically, uh, some inf- what, what, what some people are seeing. Um, in Genesis chapter two, verse 18, God is creating everything. You know, he, he makes the land animals, says it's good, makes the sea animals, this is good. He makes mountains, it's good, light, dark, whatever, day and night. He says, it's good, it's good, it's good. He gets to Adam and says, it's not good for man to be alone. Yep. Then he makes Eve, makes his companion, and he, now he says it's very good. Yes. So right off the bat, God says it's not good for man to be alone. But it's very good. I mean, we, we could talk about marriage you know, in, in that aspect, but I want to focus on, you know, friendship. Uh, Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen: iron sharpens iron, yeah. getting around people that think like you, um, believe the same way you do is very, very encouraging. And in Galatians, um, Paul is writing to the church in, in, a, in an area called Galatia, Galatians. He says that um, if your brother is caught up in a fault, I'm paraphrasing. If your brother's caught up in a fault or struggling, those of you who are spiritual, those of you who are mature, to correct them. Yeah. In the spirit of meekness. Yes. So we're watching out for each other. We're there for each other to say, hey, are you all right? Like, I see you're struggling. How can I help? Not to, not to point fingers and point out where everyone's doing wrong. Yes. But you do it with the intention that you're there to help. Um, then in the next verse, it says, bear ye one of those burdens. See, and there's a difference between correction and humiliation. Yeah. And see, there's a difference of where, hey, I know you're struggling. I know that you need help in this aspect, and I'm going to help you, guide you in the right area. Maybe change this in your life, maybe something like this. But then a lot of people today, it's not correction anymore. 
it's plain out humiliation. Yeah, your 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 intentions have to be sure. in, in, in the right place. You know, yes. you have to do it because you want the best for for your friend, for your brother. Um, so that's kind of a spiritual aspect in your body. Um, loneliness will often lead to uh, anxiety. Yep. And you know, depression, obviously. Solitary confinement is what we do to criminals. <laughs> so try not to intentionally put yourself in, the, in that situation. Um, you know, f- fight back against this culture that um, it's so easy to just sit at home. Oh, it's super easy. And I'm not saying for introverts, it's a, it's not okay for you to, you know, recharge. But um, everything that let everything be done in moderation. Yes. Um, and in your mind, um, there I watched a uh, conversation between Dr. George Peterson and Dr. John Deloney. Um, two fantastic minds that I've been following here for a little while. You should definitely check both of them out, especially Dr. John Deloney. He's a little less well-known, I, I think. But um, doc, w- w- what they were talking about was pretty much this similar topic. You know, we need friends in this culture. Um, they kind of what got me inspired to, to get fired up on this. Um, Dr. Jordan Peterson is a clinical psychologist, um, you know, sort of studying pe- people's behavior. Um, and he pointed out that one person cannot call himself sane. One person can cannot declare I'm a sane person. Oh, that's true. Um, sanity is distributed. You bounce your behavior off of other people, and based on how you re- based on how they react, you can determine whether you are socially sane or not. Oh, wow! Yeah. So now that is thought itself. Yeah. No, absolutely thought is discussion so if you have a problem and you think man how am i going to do this you're kind of uh, how am i going to solve this you're kind of splitting your personality okay in, in into two maybe three um opinions or two different people who are trying to solve it you may ask yourself how am i going to do this and then you talk to yourself and say well maybe we could try this and then you say well no that's not going to work that is thought thought is discussion yeah. And that's hard to do by yourself. Self. Yep. That's hard to do alone. Um, like I said, solitary confinement is what we do to criminals. If this could be done by yourself, it could be done in solitary confinement. And it can't. If you're alone all the time and you have no one watching out for you, wanting what's best for you, you have no mirror. Yeah. You have nothing. You have, you have no one to help you see the things that you're missing. Because that thought is discussion, and that's hard to do by yourself. You yeah. need someone to discuss these things with. So, yeah, like I said, I just wanted to echo. I want to echo this call, especially to young men. You know, um, be a manly, righteous, godly man. Be a dangerous man um, to help and a leader to his friends and his family. Like I said, this is a battle. There are forces out there that definitely want to take you down. Yeah. That, Tell little boys that everything about you being a boy is bad yeah. and you should abandon all, all your masculine traits. No, God gave those to us yep. um, for a reason. I'm not saying everything is good, you know, but um, we have a battle to fight. There's a battle for our souls, battle for our families, and no one marches into war alone. If you, if you try to do it alone, you will lose. So don't let your fellow guardians fall. We, let this be the call let this be a call to you saying, guardian down, your fellow guardians are failing. 
Yeah. If you are not there for them, your fellow, your fellow soldiers, we have families that need protecting, that need leaders. It is your duty. Like yeah. maybe this is just because I'm a new dad now and this is just kind of, you know, been on my mind a lot recently. But this world, man, it offers you lust, greed, envy, pride, depression. And, and, and I just want to implore guys to reject it. Just yeah. take up generosity, faith, strength, honor, family, courage. Put in the work. Yeah. It's, it's worth it. Put in the work. Be yeah. articulate. Be intentional. And just strive to be the best version of you that you can be. I mean, this world's better off with you here. That's right. So just for, for your, all of your fellow guardians, if you don't have any, reach out. Find some brothers. Find some, some friends. That's, like, that's desperate, desperately what we need here. We need that corrective feedback with one another. You know, and um, your a friend is not your mom. Yeah. <laughs> a, a, yeah. a friend is not your your dad. We we like we need those leaders in our life, but um, social groups. Like we 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 need groups of friends anymore. Yeah. Say so that's really good. Um, especially with the culture today, it's yeah. Honestly, it's ever since. Well, I say ever since, but obviously I was hearing a podcast a while back ago um, called Seek First um, by Lauren and um, Andrew Glover. Um, they go to, a, um, they go to uh, the Rock Church in uh, Fayetteville. And so they, you know, obviously they talk about spiritual things, but one thing they were talking about was depression and anxiety. And they had these specialists come on. Um, please forgive me for not remembering their names. Um, but you could go see them on their podcast and they'll defer, um, defer you to them. But they were talking about, you know, depression, anxiety and that kind of stuff, which yeah. honestly I feel, which honestly I know from experience, but a lot of people more than what you think struggle with depression and anxiety. Yeah. Um, especially since the closure, the 2020, the pandemic, yeah. it's its made it drastically. They were doing numbers, and they said ever since yeah. COVID and people having to stay home, it went from like people having depression to like 0.4% to like literally 40%. Yeah, skyrocketed. Same thing with anxiety, which most of the time, depression and anxiety are intertwined. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of the time, and so it's caused a lot those numbers to skyrocket. And it got to the point where they did numbers, and they go literally – two out of three people have depression anxiety mm. and when you go into like yeah. it's like and they made the notion when you go into work yeah two out of three of your coworkers, two out of your three coworkers are probably struggling with depression mm. and anxiety it's crazy. and it's it's kind of in a, in a way it's kind of nice to know that you're not alone yeah that yeah you're not the only one fighting this battle that yeah, there's sure. a bunch of people also fighting this battle yeah and that's the encouragement of get together yeah. talk about it unite yeah um, i mean that's yeah. that's with any problem that humans have ever had that's the whole reason that like yep people group together in the first place yeah. because you know strength in numbers like the more people there are to fight whatever the problem is the easier it gets done and yep. like yeah that can kind of apply to you know it's well, that's why you have counselors. That's why you have mental health professionals. Like we've professionalized it. We yeah. start. We've started charging for it. It is helpful, but there's like if you go to school and get your degree to be a counselor, you're not you're not hard, you're not starving for work. 
Um, like we, we professionalize because people need someone to talk to, but we're scared to go out and say, Hey, will you be my friend? Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I, I'm not saying you don't need a counselor, but, um, I mean, that, that's what counselors are for. Like you can't, you can't overcome, you shouldn't be okay with being anxious and depressed your whole life. No. Like obviously we strive to improve and it is a real problem. That's why counselors are there to help you. This yes. is, this is talking, this is conversation like the, that, that this is how you do it. Um, that, yeah, that, that, that's what they're for. You, you need social service. Also just being around other people. Like yes. it helps in two ways, but like just being around people can help that, you know? Yes. Yeah. And, um, another thing too is, is, uh, I've, I've seen that obviously like a lot of people like therapists and that kind of stuff are booked. Yes. Yeah. They're not for, for, work. for not just weeks months yeah, especially yeah. child therapists i like mm. i've done the numbers they are literally booked up for literal months like, there is one that you literally could not go in to see and you can your first, first appointment is yeah. in december yeah. and it just stresses the fact that our world honestly the best way to describe it is our world's broken right now yeah it is not to mention yeah if someone can't afford it yeah, yeah. That's, um, that's the problem with making a hundred something an hour Maybe, you know, it, it, if you have health insurance, they might not cover it. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, I mean, that, that just slims down the majority of people that, that can afford it. I mean, there, 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 are, there are other options. There's online therapy, you know, which I guess would be a nice substitute. But it, nothing like being face-to-face -face with a real person. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, making, a, making therapy a professional thing is good because, you know, you have people who are actually yeah. educated on what they're talking about. But also, it makes yes. it feel... I'm not sure I'd like having a therapist because it just feels, I know it's their job and like, I know they're listening to me, but like, well, they, they can teach you new ways to communicate. Right, but, they can teach you new ways to, but you as know, far to look as at your like, problems from another, from another, from another perspective, there's nothing wrong with having a therapist, but it shouldn't be long-term. Yeah. That, well, also, that's what they I say. Like, like, like I, you shouldn't have a therapist for seven years. Yeah. Yeah. I just mean like, Yes, therapists can teach you ways to like combat those things on your own. But as far as like getting help from other people, yeah. I would rather talk to people that I trust and people like my yeah. friends. Yeah, and so sure. and so and a lot of that too is so like in therapy and that kind of stuff. Um, they the their main objective is obviously that they tell you, hey, stress and anxiety, that's never gonna not yes. be there yeah you're gonna have stresses in life you're gonna have stuff that stresses you out stuff yeah. that is not always gonna be good that that's life yeah, yeah what this is is to help you be more equipped on yeah. how to deal with those emotions on yeah. how to deal with those thoughts yeah and so another thing they do and one of the biggest things they direct to is um interact with friends interact yeah. with and so they're like they they're like like they're literally saying hey if they're if your friend invites you out to dinner or if, hey your friends hey say hey you want to hang out you accept it yeah. if you don't feel like it Too do bad. it anyway yeah. because that is what you need yeah and it stresses like what the bible says that it's not good for man to be alone it's not yeah. good to not be a part of a group or to have friends yeah um it's one reason and why, so you know, it is it is very important that we stick together, yeah, bind I, together. I'm sure a lot of things play into why mental health has, mental health problems have increased. You know, obviously COVID, but even just the lack of churches. I mean, that's kind of what church is. Yeah, you know, yeah. you get together with people, and that's another thing they recommend multiple times a week. 
they like you recommend know? like they're like literally I, i've i've yeah. seen them and i've heard some of them be like hey yeah, if you're not a christian person maybe start going to per- church not even if you don't believe in that they go it's just the community yeah. helps you yep well i mean that's like you said there's a lot of contributing factors to the decline in mental health i mean like it's one like you said you wouldn't go to your neighbor for help because like most like I'm not close with any of my neighbors. I don't know. Yeah. Any, I don't even know their names. You yeah. know, I've lived there my whole life. Same. <laughs> and it's like, you don't have na- like neighbors. No. If you're working from home, no. You can't see your friends as much. I mean, it's not as bad now. But like, you know, it's, yeah. you, you, there's just. It's crazy to think that, that you can live in a big city. You can live in, you can live in an apartment building surrounded by people. Yeah. And, you're and you just alone. don't know any of them. Yeah. You, don't, yeah. you yeah. don't interact with them yeah. any more than you have to and yeah so but there's also like with it kind of goes back to social media but like having constant news updates and you know news reports the bad so like yeah seeing yes. that that yeah, weighs on your mental down yeah that will like only ever seeing bad news yeah. will weigh on you a lot oh yeah as well as everything else that you're dealing with and you know just daily stress because you know like anxiety it's not a condition so much as it is it's an it's an instinct. Anxiety is meant to protect you. Yes. Yeah. But when Absolutely. it starts going into overdrive is when it becomes a genuine problem. Yes. And so that and that's one thing that they were talking about on the podcast is that it anxiety is literally a, a protective thing in your body saying, Hey, this is dangerous. Yeah, it's just an instinct. But what happens is sometimes people's anxiety, like the sense or whatever, doesn't turn off. Yeah, and it stays on. That's yeah, that's, that's how uh, that's how Doctor John Deloney describes it. He, he describes it as a fire alarm, and it's just going off at the wrong times. Yes, yeah. you know, um, your house can be on fire, and fire alarms aren't going off. So you know, and a lot of people are trying to fix the alarm when their house is on fire. Yes, if your life is a wreck, if your if your life is dysfunctional, and all we're doing is medicating. The the yeah. alarm, trying to fix yeah. the alarm. Yeah, let's try let's try to put out the fire. Yeah, you know? and a a big thing, um, obviously because this is obviously a passion of mine, especially everything I've been through. Um, but one of the things that they teach, um, in therapy and that kind of stuff is, if I'm please forgive me if I have a hard time saying it, but cognitive behavioral therapy. Mm-hmm. And so basically, the concept of it is like a triangle, and so it starts out with your thoughts. And so the Bible talks about how important it is to have control of your thought life. Think yeah. on whatever things are good, yeah. pleasant. Um, think on these things because the Bible knows how important it is that you have – you don't think on the bad things. Yeah. You don't think because that drives you. So the, yes. the, the triangle is it starts off with a thought. Your thought leads to an emotion, mm. and then the emotion leads to an action. Yeah. And then the action supports a thought, and it's, it's this endless triangle. Yeah. And so what they try to help you with – is it starts with a thought. And so what they try to help you is to direct your thoughts to good things instead of bad things. Yeah. Because what happens is you're, is after life and stuff that goes on, and if you're struggling with depression, anxiety, your mind naturally goes to the bad yeah. and naturally goes to the negative. Yeah. Like something goes on at work, you're going to work, oh, today's going to be a bad day. Yeah. Today's going to be a bad day. Today's going to be a bad day. Yeah. Or something goes on at work. I'm a horrible worker. I'm a horrible worker. You go to church. I'm a horrible youth pastor. I'm horrible. I'm horrible yeah. at all these things. And then we we have that. And so eventually, because we're thinking that way, we feel bad. We have the emotional. And then we act on that. We try to distance yeah. ourselves from other people because yeah. we think it's better to be distant. Yeah. 
And so one thing they try to talk about is you have to redirect your thoughts. You have yeah. to be like, I'm, you know, yeah. this is a lie. Easier said than done. Yes. Yeah, but, and that's um, the thing. That principle can be applied to other things. Cause I mean, like, correct. Like, um, how I said that, you know, news always reports on the bad. Yeah. I don't look it, at news ever. I just like, if I'm on social media, if I'm online, yep. I follow like, you know, just like yep. cool stuff, stuff that I find cool. Stuff yeah, that makes me happy. It is. It, and it, it helps. It is hard to find that balance between dwelling too much on the bad and thinking about the bad that's there enough to prepare for it. Yes. Um, and the way that I've tried to even it out, try to balance it is control what you can control. Yep. And if it's out of your hands, it's out of your hands. It is what There's it is. nothing you can do about it, so worrying about it is not going to help at all. Yeah. Like, what it is. I can't what control what Putin does. Like, I can, uh, being a Christian obviously helps because you can, you can put things in God's hands. Things that you can't control, put in God's hands. But things you can prepare for, prepare for it. Yeah. Try, try to have some money saved up in case yeah. your car breaks down. Yeah. Like, Try to do things to prepare for things that give you peace, but know that if it if it's out of your control, it's out of your it's, control. There's nothing you can do about it, and yeah. you know, and um, uh, one of the it's, it's out of your hands. One of the biggest things that's helped me, um, and I hope it helps people who are listening who probably are struggling. I'm not assuming that you are, but I but with the numbers and everything, uh, I, I wouldn't be. People, but, yes, you know. but I know if you are struggling, you're not alone. But I hope this would help you. Is that um, one thing that I was taught? is that whenever you have those thoughts, those negative thoughts of, I'm not enough, I'm not good enough, uh, I'm horrible at work, I'm horrible at church, I'm horrible with my family, and you have these thoughts, what facts support that? Yeah, d demand evidence of it. And so that's the thing, is yeah. you'll look, and you will not find no evidence yeah, against yeah, that. And what you, and, Write and it, it down. Is a lot of it is a lie that you're telling yourself. Yes, yeah. Writing it, there's power in writing it down. Yep. Um, <laughs> Journaling is is amazing. Yeah. Um, especially before bed. Because mm -hmm. if you write it down, your brain doesn't think you need to it doesn't it doesn't think it needs to remind you of it. Mm -hmm. So like a lot of people who are awake at night constantly with these thoughts that are driving you insane. If you yeah. write it down before you go to bed, it tells your mind, hey, he knows about this. He yeah. wrote it down. We don't have to worry about it anymore. Yeah. And so you are mm -hmm. able to fall asleep Interesting. so much easier. Yeah, it helps to like just People get Again, so... it's countercultural. It's it's not yes. something we normally do. So no. easier said than done. But absolutely, like, people get really wrapped up in their own head. P people will have themselves psyched out oh. over absolutely nothing, and it's like being able to just take yourself out of like pull yourself out of that and like take a look bigger picture. You know, like what? I'll just make sure your mic was on. Sorry. Yes. My <laughs> yes, my mic is on. <laughs> Um, just like being able to pull yourself out and look at the whole thing and like holding yourself accountable to like what you're telling yourself and yeah. like, you know, yeah. checking that, like fact check yourself and be like, yeah, well, what, what evidence is there to support that? It can help you like, it can, it can help ease that all that stress that you've been having yeah. over like, over like yeah. you yes. work yourself into a panic over yeah. something. And I'll tell you this, the scariest thing I've ever experienced in my life to this day was the panic attack I had that while back ago. Mm. Um, I, if anybody who is listening has ever had a panic attack, I, I'm telling you, you are yeah. strong. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't think anxiety and you know depression was like, uh, anxiety. I didn't think anxiety was like a real issue. I just thought it was like, well, they're just 
they're just a worrisome person. You know, they need to let God help them yeah. with it until I married my wife. You know, she, she's doing much, much better now, but, uh, I didn't understand how physical it was. It's yeah, like, yeah. it's not just you in your mind. It's like, your body's like, we're fighting a bear. Yeah, your body's but, like, you need to get out of here, run. And it could yeah. just be you're at, you're at the grocery store. Yeah. But it, it starts in your mind. Yes. Yeah. You, like I said, well, with, not always, not always, but sometimes like, it's, it's your body is what, well, that's what yeah, I'm saying and, is like know. with, you know, panic attacks and like having heavy anxiety. Sometimes all it takes is one little thing that your mind will yeah, obsess over, and then it starts in your mind. Yep. yep. And you get yourself wrapped up in it, and then your body will start to respond yes. to all. Yep. What's and going I'll on. tell you this: how it started was is exactly what started in my mind is I was preaching that night, which you guys know this. I was preaching that night, and so the thoughts going in: Why are you preaching? Who are you? You are pathetic. Nobody likes to listen to you. Nobody cares about what you're saying. Everybody yeah. thinks you're ridiculous. And so it got so insane that the voices were so loud mm. that I literally could not hear. My grandma was in the car trying to talk to me, and I could not hear her. Man, the thoughts were so loud. And so eventually my dad, how on earth he knew, he literally stopped and he goes, Caleb, why is your breathing elevated? Mm. He goes, mm. like literally there was music playing in the car. My mom and my grandma were talking in the car, mm. and it was loud. But he noticed. He goes, yeah. why your breathing changed? Wow. And so we got into the church and everything. Everybody thinks you're in a fight. And so eventually, my heart was racing. I couldn't control my breathing. Yeah. And it gets to the point to where you have a headache, things start to get dizzy, and eventually yeah. this is what scared me the most because it made me think that I was having a heart attack. Is my my arms were becoming numb? Oh my goodness. And so eventually, it's... and and Sherry, um, the person of our church, noticed this. I couldn't move my hands. Oh, wow. I had no control, motor control of my hands anymore. And so eventually, and, and what happened wasn't now, of course, I, I got better after this, but naturally, everybody started praying for me. Mm. That was terrifying. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't against anybody. They were trying to help. Yep. Yeah. But the loud noises, everybody being around yeah. me, my body was like, you got to get yeah, out of here. And so eventually, I went in there. I got better. And obviously, I was able to preach oh, later that night. Um, Good on you. But... It, that that's not easy to do and but that is the scariest thing yeah, i've ever it, experienced in my sure. life because yeah i mean it will it'll freak you out because anxiety it starts in the brain but yep. then you know your body responds to your brain and so like it, yes they just pass each other back and forth and you just like your body's like ah we're in danger and your brain's like ah we're in danger and it just keeps going back and forth yes and it's yeah it'll it gets out of hand but yeah. the, what was nice but one thing that i've learned is obviously they People, you know, they stereotype therapists and that kind of stuff, and they stereotype that thought of like go to your happy place. Um, but I've noticed that that has been a tremendous help for me, and I don't know what it is about it. Yeah. But when you literally sit and you close your eyes, and they recommend you just pat, just pat, you know, your maybe your legs or something like that, and just close in a quiet area and just think of a place that makes you happy and that kind of stuff. Think on these things. Think on these things. And so eventually your body is like, hey, calm down. Yeah. We're it, safe. Because yes. it goes back to you know keeping your yeah. mind in the right place. Because yes. if you can get your mind under control, yeah. your body will listen. Yes. Yeah, and we're, we're going to keep finding these trends where it's like the things that the professionals have found that help are things that the Bible have been saying Yes. You know, for, Absolutely. for thousands of years. And it's... It, but it's it's so wonderful though that yeah to be with friends to be with such a wonderful church yeah and people who have been supportive about it and see that's that was the scariest thing for me too was 
Um, Cause that was the night when I told everybody that I was struggling with mm-hmm. depression, anxiety. And um, I was absolutely terrified because your mind tells you they're going to hate you. Yeah. They're going to reject you. Even my family, when I told them, I, I was, when I told my family about it, they were, I was, I don't know why. I was so terrified to tell my mom and my dad. About yeah, it. yeah. And your mind is you. You got yeah. yourself psyched out over it. And and they've never and they've obviously they've never given me any any evidence to support that they would yeah. have this reaction. But I already had in my mind that they were going to hate me for it. Yeah. And so I told it, and they're like, "No, they're like, this is good. You're yeah. you're you're trying to help yourself. This yeah. is good. Yeah. There's there's nothing wrong with with seeing a with, with seeing a therapist. There's nothing wrong with seeing a counselor. Some people would disagree. Like, well, those are for um, those were crazy people. I, I don't need any help. Again, that's kind of like that man up mentality. Um, there's no, yeah, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. Whenever your body goes into those fits, you know, thank your body because it's trying to protect you. Yeah. It's doing what it knows to do. Yep. You know, um, and again, demand evidence from it. Um, think what is it trying to protect me from? Write it down and demand evidence of it. So, you know, make sure it's, yeah. And, and, and these things, these practices that, that, you know, are, things that may be new for you to do in the moment. And again, circling back to you can be in a big city surrounded by people and you're alone. So you need to go go try to make some friends. Literally, yes. just as if you're 12 again or, or six again, go try to make some friends. These are new things that we that we haven't been doing, you know, for especially this this current culture. Yep. Um if you keep doing what you've been doing, you're gonna keep getting what you've been getting. Yep. So let's Let's try something new. You know, let's yeah. let's try it. Um, and see, that's what and change so is scary. You, you you might ask yourself, what do I need to do to change? What do I need to do to improve? Well, again, that's that's a thought. That yes. thought is dialogue, and that dialogue is hard to do by yourself. So get someone around you, someone you trust, who can be a mirror for you. Yes. Get that feedback. And Jesus said, um, if you ask, you shall receive, right? Yes. Everyone knows that verse. A lot of people misinterpret it to think, well, if I just ask God for a pink Cadillac, he'll give it to me. That's not what that verse means at all. Um, you're not going to know what you want unless you ask yourself. It, 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 what you want is not just going to appear out of the void. You won't achieve something unless you aim for it. Yeah. You won't aim for it unless you have a goal. You won't have a goal unless you know what you want, and you don't know what you want unless you ask yourself what you want. Unless you ask yourself what you want. Yep. Where, where there's no vision, the people perish, right? Yep. So it's important to have goals. And I want to break down goals. Um, it is important to have to look to somewhere where you're going. But if you set a goal that's like too way off in the distance, is too high up, you're never going to achieve it. You're just going to feel defeated that you can't get there. So let's have one high goal and then little wins on the way. Yeah, little wins I mean. on yep. little wins is, is is what motivates you. I mean, yeah, that's so if you for. say. Um, Let's make my goal, I want to retire at 50 and have four kids and a perfect marriage. Okay, well, um, that doesn't always happen for everybody. Um, there's nothing wrong with wanting to do well. But two, two problems with that. One, you might not get there and then feel defeated. Or you might get there and then you'll say, okay, what happens now? What next? Yeah. So instead, make your highest goal something like, I want to be a good dad. I want to be a good husband. I, I want to be a good friend. That's something that you can keep pushing towards. You can keep working on. You can keep striving towards it. It's something that doesn't really end. Yes. So you have you also you always have something to achieve for. Yeah. I want to be a better friend. I want to be a good husband. Whatever. Like 
something you can always push towards, but then on the way, have smaller goals so that you can have those little wins. Well, I mean, that's if, people if you like. set one high, sorry, if, if you no, if you set one high ordered goal and then say, I want to be a better friend, step one, I'm going to go ask my neighbor how he's doing. Step two, I want to say hi to the person at the grocery store, the, the cashier. Like little wins yeah. will motivate you on the way towards that high goal. Yeah, I mean, that's why people like, Lastly, you have a one-year plan, you know, five-year, ten, ten-year plan. Yeah. It's like if you just have like a plan that's, you know, for like retirement, like you have a plan for what you want your life to be at that point, you know, you're never going to actually make it there. And then plus, and even if you do, you're not and the thing is, right. is too many people are focused too much on the future. Yeah. That they're yeah. not in the present. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and that was a problem. And that's a problem that I'm still fighting with. I'm not, I'm not going to say that I'm a hundred percent better. I well, am being. But nobody's perfect, but I'm doing my best. Yeah. And so one thing is that that I realize I'm struggling with is I'm focused too much on the future. I'm not too much. I'm not too focused on the present. I, I'm the complete opposite. I <laughs> ignore the future entirely. Yeah. Uh, I, I constantly make more work for myself in the future tense because I just don't want to do it now. That's a problem for future me. Yeah. <laughs> and I know it's a problem, but also like. It's never caused me too much trouble before, yeah. so I just I live in the moment. They, yeah. they, that, and there's no problem with that, honestly. Well, and I mean, obviously, well, well, yeah, I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing yeah, wrong no. with being prepared. There's nothing wrong with yeah. that kind of stuff, and worrying about you. And there, I mean, there's no problem with worrying about your future. It's when you obsess. Yeah, yeah. yeah there, there, there's a balance for all these things. Yes, and and so I'm trying to learn to where. Okay, well, I had a win today. I know I'm not there yet, but I'm on my way there. Yeah, yeah. and I had to be satisfied with. I know I'm not there. Yeah, yet. let let the little wins give you motivation. Yes. Um, I touched a frog today. That's a little win. Hey, I mean, you touched a, you touched <laughs> a little frog. If you want to change the world, if you want to change your life, change your little habits. Yes. Change the little things you do. Make your bed. Yeah. Clean your bathroom. Like the little tiny things. The because those matter because those are the things you do every day. Yeah. Invest in you, invest in your people closest to you. That's not the whole world, but if everyone does that, yeah, because I can't control what someone in California does, no, but I can try to help the people around me. And if everyone has the mentality that I'm going to try to improve myself and, and invest in my local community, then I mean, that's well, that's how you change the world, is, yeah, is but the reason change your don't habits. have that mentality is because. They're like, well, no one else is, so why should I? You know? Well, it's and, it's about like the uh, again that verse about the Bible. Everyone's p pointing at the speck in their brother's eye when they've yeah. got a branch in their own. Yeah, focus on improving yourself, yeah. and um, and you know your intention has to be yeah, correct but, you know, in the spirit of meekness. And that's the improve excuse, your brother. That's the excuse people use is like, well, if no one else is going to, why should I? But like, yeah, you still but, have to get you know, around that. You, you have, have to, to be the change. On you. Yeah. Yeah. Be the change you want to see in the world. Yeah, be yeah. If you That's want, a, that, was song. <laughs> that was my band. <laughs> I remember that. Um, We're going to the concert and watching that. Yeah. So that, I mean that that's just my message. That's to especially to young men. I mean, let this let this be your guardian down alert. Yes. Um, Help one another. Strive to be the best version that you can be. Strive to be the best man, best person that God wants you to be. Leaders, providers, protectors. Um, yeah. Be the you that believes in you. Yeah, the, 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 <laughs> this whole toxic masculinity <laughs> thing, again, there's a balance or moderation to all these things. But to say that, you know, um, yeah. 
things that are intrinsic about you that you just had as a child because you're a boy. You know, that's that's bad. Um, when it comes to like, um, people may point out, well, the most violent people are men. So we got to take the violence out of men. Well, you're looking at a very small, very small percentage of men. If you grab mm-hmm. a woman and a man randomly out of a group and you say that the man's more aggressive, you're going to be right 60% of, 60% of the time. 40% of the time, the woman will be more aggressive randomly. 60% of men are more aggressive. 40% of women are, are more aggressive. But at the end of the spectrum, the most aggressive people that are, in, that are committing murders and are in prisons, those are all men. So we look at the extreme, you know, the, we look at the extremes. So, um, like to say that I'm harmless, therefore I'm good. I, I said earlier that, that I want people to be, that I want men to be dangerous. dangerous. Yeah. Dangerous. It's the capability to do it and the withholding of violence that, that, that makes you moral, morally good. You're not good because you're harmless. You're good because you're able to do it and you choose not, not to. to. Or you choose when to, like, learn how to defend yourself, learn, learn how to protect your family. You, the moral virtue comes in knowing how to do it, but only saving it for when it's needed. needed. You know, yep. uh, I'm harmless, therefore I'm good. Is is, is a no. bad argument. It's like the same thing as like if you don't have the option to do it, it doesn't change the fact. Yeah. Like, apparently, women in the UK are not allowed to have pepper spray. What <laughs> pepper? Uh, I, well, I heard this. I, I heard they say is a bad source, but I heard that that's illegal in the UK. Like, what do you expect? You know what else do you like, What do you expect so to defend yourself with? In the UK, also the UK is like the most violent country. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That that's the argument. Like taking away all of your sources of self defense, therefore no one's gonna get hurt anymore. Well, here's what though they do have scones. They, just stab they each can other. they. Can, they have like, scones. The they really just... Ah, if we take away the pepper spray and the guns, no one's going to hurt each other anymore. There are so many stabbings in the UK. It's not even funny. Yeah, it, like taking away the tools doesn't take away the aggression. No, it's a, it's it's the person behind it. Yeah. That's what, that's what it's always been. That's what it's always going to be. Yeah. It's not it's not the tool. It's the person well, using the tool. Now we can talk about guns. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> your pencils don't do your test for, for you. Uh, yeah, we'll just save that for another, yeah. another episode. Uh, yeah, we should probably save that for another episode. But okay. yeah, save that for another episode. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, we are going to be doing more episodes. This will be more frequent. Thank um, you, Caleb. Thank you for everybody who's supporting. Who no, is thank wanting- you. No, yeah, Aww. thank you, Caleb. You're breathtaking. Thank you. See, this is why you, you need friends. You, you guys are breathtaking. Um, but thank you, everybody, who's listening, everybody, for the support. Um, hopefully, we, we do this more often. And... Um, I do want to thank you. Send me a friend request on Destiny. Uh, my username. <laughs> <laughs> my username is uh, no. Iron B. I'm just kidding. You said, <laughs> you said intrinsic earlier, and I was like, <laughs> but um, but yeah. And if you are struggling with mental health or um don't, depression, don't, don't be afraid to reach out. Don't be afraid to reach out. Yeah. Um, ask for help. That there's no problem with asking for help. That's the problem with society today is they say you can't ask for help, but you can. There's people out there. You're not alone. Um, get those resources. Yeah. There are resources the out there. The world is better off with you in it. The world is better off with you here. Your yeah. community is better off with you. You're a breathtaking listener. Wow. You are. Yeah. You are. A, you are. Wow, I love you. Wow. You are amazing. Wow, great. Uh, wow, great. Oh. But thank you, everybody, for listening, and um, hope to hear you guys soon. Eyes up, Guardian. Rise up, Guardian.
Did you say 